It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's you, Jamie. Don't be alarmed, but I think there's a guy following you. Maybe we should get that guard dog we talked about? Nothing too scary. Maybe like a Bichon with an attitude? You know, Progressive's collision insurance covers injured dogs and cats at no extra cost, so... Wait, the guy stood up when I stood up. He's on the phone. He's looking right at me. Oh, wait, it's just my reflection. Don't tell anyone about this. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Pet coverage not available in New Hampshire and North Carolina. You are Locked On Celtics, your daily Celtics podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm so hyped right now. Anything's possible. Oh, my mama. Oh, my mama made it, mom. Anything's possible. Rainy days. Jump shot fade away. This is the best Celtics podcast day to day, especially when the season get hectic. I stay waiting on it like receiving a Nets pick. Nothing like the terrible analysts on the TV. So in depth, you might even hear a story on Gigi. So in depth, they might do an hour about the D-League. So in depth, you probably should pay him, but it's a freebie. Yeah, John Corrales and J. King locked on trying to get the 18th ring. So you can miss me with the blah, blah. No more Geno time. We watching Jay do the Zaza. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics Podcast here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Thank you for making this part of your daily routine. We are the Rain and Jays, John Corrales, along with Jay King from MassLive.com. Jay coming straight out from Bar Trivia to do this podcast about the, I guess we'd call it GM Trivia. (laughs) Can we just quickly talk about how my trivia team finished? Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's just... This is clearly the most important thing of the night. First of all, is this general bar trivia? Yeah, yeah, and and I'm the worst the worst trivia player of all time unless I can get a sports category. And and there were no sports categories tonight. So, we finished 11th out of 12. Awesome. Among 12 teams. Um, we were basically like the the Sixers of bar trivia and and I, I provided no help. I think I had, like, two answers the entire night. I'm totally useless in bar trivia. unless. But once a sports category comes, I'm, I'm money, but there was no sports questions tonight. So I was not money. That's unfortunate. So you're basically, uh, how would we, maybe, um, are you the Tyler Zeller of your team? No, I, I'm worse than that. Um, <laughs> I'm not worthy of a roster. Spot. Really? I, I Are you James say, Young? No, not that either. Like I'm even worse than that. I, I am. Li- I literally <laughs> provide nothing. <laughs> like James Young, he at least had like some. He was long and he could shoot a little bit. He, he had some potential. Um, I'm like, I'm like if Tyler Zeller was like five seven. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that, that's what I am as a that's- trivia. Pretty goddamn horrible. Good thing you know basketball. Yeah. I, I, and honestly, like one day they're gonna have a, a sports sports category, and I'm gonna I'm gonna crush it. Why don't you go to a better trivia thing? Isn't there another option? Yeah, my roommate goes to this one trivia thing every Wednesday. I I never go because I'm always working Wednesday nights. But tonight today was a day off, so. I went, I did not help at all, and 
now here I am walking home from trivia, walking home three miles from trivia so I can record a podcast on You're the walk. Walking three Wow. Wow. That is dedication to your craft. Yeah. Dedication yeah. to your craft. Yeah. So let's just let's just <laughs> dive into it then. Let's not waste your time, your precious walking back from I mean, crappy trivia I'm, time. I'm walking three miles anyway, so we can waste <laughs> as much time as we need. I'm in no mood to waste any time. <laughs> so we're gonna dive right into it. A couple of things to talk about tonight. Celtics uh, Celtics were off today, huh? They were, they were off, off today. It was their first day off since since they yeah. started, which is really crazy when you think about it. Like They had their first practice last Tuesday. Now it's Wednesday. They've already had a game. They've had like nine practices in seven days, something yeah. like that. A day off was in order. So while yeah. they, took, <laughs> they, while they took their day off, the NBA released its GM survey, the annual sort of survey of – the GMs or whomever the GMs palm this off uh, onto, because I'm sure not every GM answers these questions thoughtfully. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Zach Lowe's most watchable uh, NBA teams, the league pass rankings. So those are the two things we're going into. Uh, the the first some super yeah, important yeah, things, big super important big time things. big time stuff. So I, I don't <laughs> think there's much like the the first prediction. Let's go right down it. First, who will win the, the the finals? Is there any other answer besides Golden State? Seven percent said Cleveland, but it's Golden State. They those seven percent are wrong. The top four teams, <laughs> the top four teams in the East, they have Cleveland, Boston, Washington, Toronto, uh, and Milwaukee is a distant fifth. I, I'm not I'm not going to put Milwaukee that far. I think Cleveland won. I like Boston too. It's a good percentage below Cleveland and a decent percentage above Washington. I think Washington's third. I have a problem with Toronto. I really have a problem with Toronto because I don't think I, – I have I have this feeling that Toronto, it's just not going to come together. I, I, yeah, this this team that's that's done really well for the last three years, they're going to fall apart real I, I quick. I just – I'm making yes, fun of you, I, by I, the way. I understand that. I, I don't think they're going to <laughs> fall apart, but I don't think that they're the they, – they have a, a good potential to uh, to not be the third best team. Can I ask well, why? I don't I don't know if Serge Ibaka is going to be a, a big producer for them. I think Valanciunas is a, a a big question mark. That he he's gone from very valuable to sometimes unplayable, and. Now, I love Kyle Lowry. DeRozan keeps proving people wrong time after time after time. They've got some decent players there. Obviously, they're not going to be bad. They'll be good. They'll be above average. But I think they are ripe for the passing by the Milwaukee Bucks if Giannis takes that step. And if they stay healthy, I think the Bucks have an opportunity to pass the, the Raptors. That's all I'm saying. Like The Raptors can, can I, go to four. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spit out a hot take here. I'm going to spit, spit out a hot take. And I think the Wizards, I think the Wizards are the one that are right for a step back. Interesting. Now, why do you say that? The Wizards were perfectly healthy yep. last year, like ridiculously healthy. They still only won, I think, forty-eight games. And like, if 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 they finally start to have some injuries, and they have to rely on guys like Jason Smith, who might be an opening night starter. Because Markeith Morris had a sports hernia, right? Like, right. <laughs> that's that's not good. The Celtics saw how bad their bench was. Like 
literally whenever their bench was on the court last year in the playoffs, the Celtics routed off like a 10-0 run. It was that easy. And and now, like, if you're not healthy, as they were last season, that could be tough. So I think Washington is the one that might be due for regression compared to uh, Toronto. You know, I, I would not – that's not the hottest of takes – you know, that's not one of those scorchers that, that's going to burn your face off. I think Washington has a question mark. Like, my biggest question mark on uh, on Washington is Otto Porter. Because Otto Porter goes into this season as their highest-paid player. That's crazy, and, man. Right? Now, Otto Porter had a couple of eh years and then a pretty good contract year. And then now he's paid. He is paid for the next four years. I would not be shocked if there's some regression by Otto Porter now that he's got his money because he was a big reason why they were as good as they were because he helped. I mean, we know Wall's going to be great. We know Beal's going to be pretty great. And so Porter, I just have this feeling that he might he might drop off a little bit. So I'm not, I'm not completely dismissing your Washington take. And either. I also so. think Bradley Beal could make, me, he could make me look stupid because I think Bradley Beal has another rep, level to reach. And Bradley Beal could be really freaking good this year. Like, yeah. You saw it in a few games in the playoffs last year against the Celtics. Holy shit, that dude has yeah. some good games. He's – that – they – Wall was just on, uh, I think, the Mannix podcast, and he said it – and he's been saying it. He thinks he and Bradley Beal are the best backcourt in the NBA. Yeah, sweet. He, sweet, bro. Like Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, those guys. Those, they right, right. But, you know, look, and now you've got – Harden and Chris Paul, but you know what? If if Beal if Beal does take that next step, uh, they, they're still not they're, beating any of those. They're other pretty guys. close. They're pretty. No, close. they're not. No, they're, they're pretty close. Come on, they're pretty close. They're not. I'm not saying they're Steph and Clay, but they're close. Uh, there's no chance they'll ever get to that level. But shout out to them for thinking they will. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. The the top four teams out west: Golden State, Houston, San Antonio, Oklahoma City. I, I obviously Golden State. Do you do you think those next three teams are in the right order? Uh, I think San Antonio. I think the Kawhi thing is kind of kind of scary. Like, how healthy is he going to be? And they need him to be fully healthy because they don't have anybody else. Like, he is by far, by far, by far their best player. I would say, like, as far as good teams go, at least he is on his own as, like, the guy who's most important to his team. And if he's not healthy, which he's supposed to miss the entire preseason, I think the Spurs might finally be due for, like, a not-great season. And and that's a hot take in itself because Popovich can – he could coach, like, me and four mules to, you know, a top-four seed. But I don't know – if if Kawhi's not healthy and it sounds it sounds pretty serious. It sounds like like he's had a lingering issue for a while, quad issue. If he's not healthy, they're not that good. Right. They'll they'll still make the playoffs and stuff because Popovich and they've got some other talent, but Yeah. I mean that's scary. <laughs> that's scary. No, it is. It is. Um and I agree that that he has he has probably the most impact, singular player impact on the team 
that outside of LeBron James because you take LeBron James off the Cavs and all of a sudden there's a huge huge drop off. But you you know if you took any one of the stars off of the Warriors, yeah, there'd be a drop off. But there's so much talent there that they would pick it up. Uh, so yeah, I can agree with that. Uh, so I I think you have the potential for Golden State, Houston, Oklahoma City as third. And then San Antonio, and then you know Minnesota is is kind of right there. So we'll see how that. I think I think Oklahoma City, they I think they have a lot of potential, but I, they're another team like if they deal with an injury to either Paul George or Russell Westbrook, all of a sudden they're in trouble because yeah, they're been you can say that been about stinks. so many teams though you can really they're say that about stinks, so many though, teams. But no, I, I I'm not disagreeing with you, but like. Like okay, let, let's say Kyrie Irving gets in, yeah. And Marcus Smart will pop in, and, and Terry Rozier will get in, and, and you'll still have Gordon Hayward and Al Horford. If Russell Westbrook gets injured, it's like, what are you gonna do? Like, no, I, I, I get their, it. their bench is terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> it's horrendous. I get it. I get it. And, and their their front their starting five could be really good. Maybe if, if you throw in like, but you could just you could just say that about so you know it depend if there's an injury to player X, well you know even the, even, the even Warriors, the Warriors could deal with like two player X injuries right so maybe win the title but even even if they but if if it's like an injury to Draymond that changes the entire dynamic of their team so that that forces them to play different obviously look. That's an extreme example. They're, they're still going to be fine. But just about every team, every other team in the league, you pick a guy and say, if there's an injury to this guy, they're screwed. So that- By the way, I'm, I'm walking sideways right now, looking like a lunatic, trying to shield the wind. You, you sound from, like you're walking through a wind tunnel. Moment. You sound like you're walking through a wind tunnel. I'm, I'm trying my best, man. I'm, I'm literally doing like karaoke on the sidewalk. <laughs> like, like not not karaoke singing, but karaoke like when your coach is oh, mad that, at you and he makes you the he makes you do like a like suicide the fo- the karaoke. Football karaoke's, yeah, the, yes, like, the little yes. shifting of your hips, one foot. Yes, that's a great mental image. You on the phone yeah. on the streets of Boston, walking sideways. It's pretty funny. Yeah, people are looking at me like I'm a fucking lunatic, <laughs> and I probably am, but that's okay. Uh, let's let's skip ahead. I don't want to do all of these questions. Uh, let's do the fun ones. Uh, if you're starting a franchise today, who would you start the franchise with? Now they picked number one, like in order: Carl Anthony Towns, Giannis Antetokounmpo, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is fifth, also receiving votes: Steph Curry, Anthony Davis. So, who would you pick if you were starting uh, a team today? Daniel Tice? I don't yeah. think that'd be a good question. Absolutely. Without a doubt. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Let's just move on from that. Yeah, Daniel Tice, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's just move on. Uh, let, let's get to something where the Celtics were involved. Because the Celtics were involved with uh, the most surprising uh, off-season move. The most shocking off-season move. So... Uh, the question was, what was the most surprising move of the offseason? The Boston-Cleveland trade got 45% of the vote. Paul George, Oklahoma City, 24%. Chris Paul to 14 to, to Houston was 14, which almost feels like an oh by the way. Uh, and somebody voted Gordon Hayward to Boston, which 
I feel like that was the Utah Jazz. <laughs> I was like, I was like five years in the making. Yeah. Everyone's been yeah. talking about I that feel for like, five I years. I feel like Come that on. was the one vote was that the Utah Jazz, just to say, I'm completely shocked that they <laughs> let he left. Still pissed. Yeah, stunner. Still pissed. Stunner. Uh, I, I would agree that the, the, the Kyrie trade was probably the most surprising. I think this summer has been so crazy that there's amazing moves, like these insane moves. Like when Chris Paul said, I'm leaving and I want to be treated to Houston, the whole all of NBA Twitter just imploded. Like, holy shit, this is the most insane news. And, and that's been like relegated to like third. Like, oh, yeah, a lot of shit's happened since then. A lot of shit happened before then too. Like, what a crazy, crazy offseason, man. Yeah. What a nutty offseason. And I, I would agree, Kyrie to the Celtics was the craziest. Like, they already had an, an all NBA point guard. They had to give up a Brooklyn Nets pick to make it happen. And they and they traded with the team that they met in the Eastern Conference Finals. That doesn't happen. It was insane. Boston, totally Boston's insane. Boston's offseason was so insane. Trading away the top pick overall, which like they'd never had, and they finally got, and they traded it away. So immediately, like, what? And then you sign one of the, the probably the biggest actual free agent, not like Kevin Durant because we knew he was just going to resign. Definitely the you biggest know? actual free and agent. Then, and then they pull off this crazy trade like you said with their eastern conference rival just out of nowhere but i think boston like oklahoma city had an insane off season boston's was right there i mean i know that boston's was more insane they traded the number one pick they traded a second team all nba point guard like like sweet oklahoma city traded fucking demontis sabonis Victor Oladipo, uh, Ennis Cantor, and whoever the hell else they picked. They picked up some really good guys. But the combination of what Boston gave up and what they got is crazy. Absolutely crazy. It doesn't happen. And it certainly doesn't happen for a team that reached the Eastern Conference Finals the previous year. Just nuts, man. Yeah. Totally nuts. Oklahoma City's offseason was very impressive because they gave up. They gave yeah. up. Shout out to your boy, Sam Preston. Yeah, Emerson College's own. But he, he was very impressive that, you know, he turned players that were of minimal to average impact into big impact players. But Boston's, I, I think you put it the right way, Boston's offseason was much more insane because they gave up things of great value. Like you said, second team NBA, the first overall pick. A, a, and not only the first overall pick, the future Brooklyn, two Brooklyn picks, the both Brooklyn picks that were unprotected, they gave them up. And we haven't even talked about Avery Bradley and Jay Crowder yes. and Amir Johnson, all that crap. Like, they just gave up everyone. I know. They turned around all but four players in their roster. That is an insane offseason. Uh, totally nuts. So... Which rookie will make will be the best player in five years? It was interesting to me that Tatum and Fultz, speaking of those two guys, both got twenty one percent. Which, if that's how it, if that's how it works out, if they are equally good, then it, hell of a trade by Danny. Hell of a trade because we haven't even looked at what that Lakers slash Kings pick will end up being. So 
even if whatever that pick ends up being, if these two guys end up being the same, at same impact, whatever it is, then Danny Ainge clearly wins that. Yeah. Hell of a trade. Yeah. But it's got to be like that. <laughs> and, and we don't know whether it will be. We'll, we'll see. see. Now, let, let me get into the weirdness of this GM's thing because Brad Stevens was, when they asked who is the best coach in the NBA, Greg Popovich, 82%. Totally agree with that. That's fine. He's number one on my list. Kerr at 11%. Cool. Carlisle's a good coach. He got mentioned. Spolster got a mention. Nobody mentioned Brad Stevens. Yet, Brad Stevens got a mention for best manager and motivator of people. He was second in best in-game adjustments, third in best offense, uh, sixth in best defense. So people say, yeah, man, he's got a great offense. He's got a really good defensive scheme. He's a great motivator of people. Uh, second only to Rick Carlisle in in-game adjustments, but not the, not the best coach in the NBA. Like, you can, you can only vote for a few people, man. Like, and, and coaches are so good. That, that's what I said when the Coach of the Year ballot came out. I, I'm not going to get mad at, at people who voted for Popovich, Spolstra, Carlisle, whoever else. Like, they're really good coaches, too. <laughs> Brad Stevens, really yeah. good coach. Celtics are really lucky to have him. But those other guys are really good too, and like I'm not I'm not gonna sit here outraged because Brad Damn it, Stevens didn't get It's an outrage. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Like I'm not gonna sit here outraged. That that is one thing I'll never get outraged about. Like Brad Stevens being among the top coaches, but not the top. I I won't get mad about it. Jesus, man, you're just. Have you learned nothing from sports talk radio? I know I should get outraged. I should, I should scream into the night and and until my my voice doesn't work anymore. But I I just can't learn. I can't learn, man. Damn it! With your well thought out and well reasoned opinions, and your honesty. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Right. Young honesty. Young honesty. <laughs> uh, all right. So that's the GM survey. That, I'm that's old honesty these days. Uh, you're not. I would say you're not as young honesty. Yeah. Because if anybody's old honesty, it's me, and I don't want to be known as that. You can have it. Fine. You're old honesty. You have it. Yeah, yeah. I mean. <laughs> I love how people have tweeted. Uh, like, one of the tweets that I got is just hilarious to me is that uh, I mentioned last I went, one of these, maybe a Monday show, that I was 44 years old, and <laughs> someone tweeted at me saying, well, the one thing that I took out of the show is John is way older than I thought. Emphasis, like a lot of A's in way. So, yeah, uh, you're old man. I'm an old man. Jesus, I mean, I'm not even like, I'm I'm old. I'm officially like at way past retirement age. Nobody in the NBA is my age anymore. That's someone told me that I, I have a really old sounding. voice. Yeah, you have old man voice. I sound, I think, younger than I am, and I also look younger than I am. By the way, I wouldn't say that. I, I do that look far. younger than I am. You look old as fuck, man. Shut up, man. I got a, <laughs> I got a good look. I got that good young Greek skin. <laughs> oh, man. But you got the old man voice. I so guess. let's let's use that old man voice to wrap up the show with our top 
uh, league pass. Uh, Zach Lowe put out his league pass rankings. The Celtics are third, so he goes with. Uh, let's see here. What what did he say? The uh, I just lost it. Well, the Golden State Warriors are number one. The Real Thunder are number there. two. The Thunder are number two. The Celtics are third. The Rockets are four. The Sixers are fifth. The Pelicans are sixth. The Sixers We've- being fifth is a mockery. I love Zach Lowe. But the Sixers ain't fifth in any ranking, including <laughs> watchability. Well, let's. I can see the point when you say they've got Embiid, they've got Simmons. Okay, sweet. They got a, a lot of young talent. They're gonna. They're gonna. Which <laughs> they're gonna do a lot of stupid stuff. They're gonna Dario win like Saric. forty-five games, and by, by the All-Star break, everyone will be sick of watching them. Okay. Okay. Fine. So okay. So that was my hot take of the night. Even awesome. though I, I said my other take was hot. Okay, so that Golden, was, that was Golden State, Golden State, depend, like some people might not even want Golden State because they're sick of them. But, I mean, I'm not one of those people. I think as much as you might be sick of Golden State, damn it, watching them just is just fun. They it's just, beautiful, they play, man. They play it's it. Beautiful. A, there's so much talent, and I, I get the rationale, but if you just shut it off, shut that off and just watch them do crazy things – it's amazing to see what that much talent can do on the floor. That I'm still, I will still just randomly watch that jump ball that they won last year. <laughs> the, the jump ball, full court pass to Steph, who catches it in midair and lobs it over his shoulder to Kevin Durant, who swoops in for the alley oop dunk. That play is one of the most amazingly beautiful things I've seen on a basketball court of all time, and it's just. You just have to you have to appreciate that. So got to. I, I'm I'm sorry. So uh, number two, Oklahoma City Thunder. I get it. I I would put I think the Houston Rockets ahead of them. I would put the um, I would say the the Clippers up there. The Bucks. Milos, Milos is the league pass. He's the number one top-ranked guy in the league pass this year. Milos and Jokic, the two Serbian guys. Yeah. Like, yeah. Those dudes can just pass that bitch so well. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, my, my league pass, uh, yeah, Denver. Denver's definitely on the league pass. Uh, Minnesota. And then, I don't know. I... I I don't, I don't. I'm thinking Washington. I mean, look, we, we watch all of it anyway. But I, I don't want to watch Washington's bench. There's really nobody in the southeast that I really want to watch. I definitely want to watch Milwaukee. Um, I'll I'll say Cleveland after after Isaiah comes back. Otherwise, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I just you know, look, Cleveland is dominant, but I just don't like the way they play. I just don't like it. I. LeBron can be fun to watch at times, but not in the regular season. It's just different in the regular season. Uh, Golden State, definitely the Clippers. It, that That's just going to be fun. The passing is going to be insane. Uh, like I said, what, the uh, Houston Rockets and the Denver Nuggets and Minnesota. There you go, man. What other team would I have on there? What's my top league pass team this year? 
I don't know. I, I just want to watch Jokic and Milos, man. That's the passing is ridiculous. Those guys are going to – Jokic is just already whipping off insane, like, no-look, over-the-shoulder pass. Like, whatever, man. That's His IQ is stupid. It's stupid. And Milos is the same way, except, like, 10 inches shorter. And I'll still love him. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is about these Serbian guys that makes them be able to pass so well. I need to move to Serbia and just learn how to pass, man. Yeah, well, I think it's I think it's too late for you. It's probably too late for you. I hate to say. <laughs> I, it. Average, I average I average a lot of assists when I was a point guard in prep school, mm. man. Okay. Yeah. But but now I'm just a gunner. Yeah, yeah. That's I I refuse to believe that you ever passed once. Uh, Ask except my except to at get Loomis the ball Chaffee, back, man. They they used to call me Jason Kidd because that that year I forgot how to shoot. It was the one year I couldn't shoot, but I just I just became a passer instead. I had to adapt. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. We've talked long enough, and you have to stop walking sideways in the uh, as the car nearly runs you over. Uh, <laughs> that wasn't me. That was somebody else who nearly got run over. All right. Thankfully. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. As a reminder, as always, search for the Lockdown Celtics podcast. If you are a new listener, thank you for joining us. Thank you for stumbling upon our show search for us wherever you get your podcasts look for us on spotify google play stitcher everywhere that a podcast exists chances are very good that we are there uh make us part of your starting five the research shows that you probably listen to about five different podcasts so make us one of your five and spread the word tell your friends let everybody know that they should be listening to us the lockdown celtics podcast we're part of the lockdown podcast network God bless us. <laughs> uh, that's staying in. Hi, guys. This is Josh Lloyd, host of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball podcast. The NBA is back, so that means that fantasy basketball is back in one form or another. We've got daily fantasy, but there's also some fantasy leagues with the resumption of play with these eight regular season games in Orlando, and Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to have you covered. It's not just for fantasy basketball, though, because we recap all of the games across the NBA, so if you're looking for a broad overview of the action across the league every day, Locked On Fantasy Basketball is the podcast for you.